Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pop culture, subculture, music, horror, sex, politics, art, and overall bad This is Society 13, redefining podcasting. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. Subculture. And overall overall bad ass. ass. Welcome Welcome to Kettle Kettle Whistle Radio. With your hosts, hosts, Dave Dave and Sean. Fuck it up, big face. Fuck it up, big face. Fuck it up, big face. Fuck it up. Hey, what is that noise, Dave? <laughs> Little Mexican metal for your asses. S.I.A. S.I.A. Little Ramon Ortiz. Oh. It's actually kind of old, but they've been playing on a liquid metal again, and I, I love that this is back in rotation. I've been getting into my Mexican metal, and God bless them, and the Brazilians. I would be lost <laughs> with my Brazilian wax. I mean, records. Sounds Moving pretty on. good. I like it. Oh, yeah. My buddy, uh, Jose Mangan on Liquid Metal. That's the guy that introduced me. He plays a lot of good Mexican metal. Right? That's a lot of fun. Hey, welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks. We're doing it old school right now. The way me and Taddy used to do it, playing music in the background, unlicensed, not allowed. <laughs> and uh, tonight is the premiere of her new show. Yeah, Alien, tra- Alien Highway on the Travel Channel. Right, Sean, Alien Highway. Thank you, because I almost said Alien Encounters. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. And stay tuned, folks, because Heather's going to give us an exclusive interview very soon. We're going to have her here on these airwaves as she's back in the Berg. And um, yeah, well... If you don't watch the show, <laughs> you can catch it next week on demand because by the time you hear this, episode one would have played. All right, so a little bit of Mexican metal there. SOA. Gonna... SOA. So what do you think that means? I don't know. I'm going to figure it out now. SOA. All right, so a lot has happened. We've been uh, kind of... I don't know, skirting our, as you look at your phone, you, we, we, we haven't been on par lately, just so much going on. Uh, you've been to shows, I've been to shows, and I don't know even where to begin today's episode, because there's just so damn much going on. Um, have you 
checked out. Now, I really get into this. The Bill Murray thing on Netflix. Is this a new show? No, I think it's um, it's a long time going now. It's like something... Um, it's like Bill Murray sightings. If you just look at Netflix and look up Bill Murray, huh. he shows up in places impromptu and just like, I mean, you could be basically just, a just uh, off the cuff. You could be a, a, a butcher and he'll show up at your shop and ask to help cut the meat. And that's that's his deal. That's who he is. That's who Bill Murray is. <laughs> um, and you have to it's on Netflix now. And this guy and God bless him because he just brings fun to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, who doesn't love Caddyshack? Who doesn't love meatballs? That's like my summer summer flick. And um, go back to the old SNL days. He rules. But now he's just going out there in the world. He could be down the block for all we know right now. He might be. He could be. And uh, here's the thing. I have a testimonial on that one, on Bill Murray showing up. Um, if you, you're you familiar with Fashion Trash in one of our sister shows, mm-hmm. Sock Puppets Doing Very Bad Things, basically. Mm-hmm. And it is on YouTube. You can view this. It's by Erica Askew, Boo Coop Askew, on YouTube. Her husband, Dave... Askew, was in a band and was playing the South by Southwest about five years ago. And basically, he's unloading a truck. Um, I think he was working for another band, actually. They're unloading a truck for a band, an unknown band. Um, they're probably no, no longer around. And he goes to put his hands out in the back of the truck, and Bill Murray hands him an amp. i know dave personally and i know that he was weird totally weirded out by this because he didn't only call me he texted me and emailed me and this is a guy that does not communicate yeah (laughs) he's like you're not gonna believe what just happened bill murray handed me my hand for my truck oh my god this was at in austin at south by southwest and i thought it was the funniest goddamn and do you know he stayed for the whole show he did yeah. Wow. And if you watch that show, he did it again. And not only, he also, he he is a roadie for a chick band in Austin. And the girls played a party, and Bill Murray shows up and plays tambourine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the man. He seems like a really cool guy. Exactly. you just want to meet and hang out with. Uh, yeah. Totally, 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 <clears throat> totally. All right. Now, I don't know where to begin with you. We have so much to talk about here. Uh, when we last tuned in, we had Fury. We talked Lords of Acid, Orgy. Gabriella and the Apocalypse. Yeah, I like that band. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, thinking they might be the first tune tonight. They were going to be. I'm sorry, Gabriella, but something took precedent. Sean made a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Someone maybe we all know. Do you know them? They should if they listen to the I show. Yeah, so I, um, I reached out to Martin Atkins, and if you don't know who Martin Atkins is, originally he was a drummer in... Johnny Rotten's second band, Pill, and uh, he also was a drummer for the infamous Ministry, um, in case you didn't feel like showing up tour, yes. I think it was like 1990, something like that, um, 89 maybe, anyway, he, uh, you know, you can see him in the Head Like a Hole video drumming for Nine Inch Nails, That's right. and, uh, and he formed a band, a really cool band, a very... Uh, uh, a big collective of musicians. Anybody and everybody has been in this band. Um, Pigface. Yes, I love it. Pig is Face. What, I used to call it the retirement community for industrial artists. <laughs> and I, I never heard that. I, no, I made it up. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that's a bad thing because now a lot of them have been on my show. But they make better music than the, the the bands that are out there now doing it. They know how to do it. They collaborate with each other, and everything they put out is always it's, entertaining. It's yeah, always fun. it's very, very good, very artistic, very unique. You know, just awesome music. 
and I'm going to have to take that back because we had Leslie Rankin, Ruby, on the show oh, years ago, and maybe that's the um, is that the uh, the glue holding it all together. Um, I guess Martin knows that. Leslie Rankin did the show. Did you mention that? Yeah, I mentioned that to him. Um, and you know, I think you know when when you when you reach out to artists, you know, sometimes you, it's just dumb luck. You know, if they're gonna, timing it, it, and timing, especially timing, if they're going to be on the show um, or agree to be on the show, and you know, sometimes you'll talk to people, and sometimes for whatever reason, unbeknownst, it just sort of breaks down. But um, a lot of times, you know you end up getting the artist and you're like, how the hell did this happen? Like, you know, because sometimes like Al Jorgensen, I mean, he, an he used to answer the calls at 13 planet, Re 13 planet records. He would be the guy actually sending the stock to record stores. Jim, Jim Smodic, Let me know. That's a guy really? down yeah, downtown Pittsburgh at Ides. He was like, yeah, man, I we used to order stuff from 13th planet and Al would freaking pick up the phone. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. But yeah, I, what can he say? Um, so we're working on a date with Martin, trying to yeah. get him scheduled. I think it's going to happen, folks. And yeah. I, I do own Damage Manual, that CD. I probably bought that prior to starting Kettle Whistle Radio. It was new then. And it's 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 good. And uh, Murder, Inc., that was him? Yeah, he did Murder, Inc. with... Uh, Paul? Um, the guitar player from Killing Joke. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it also was Chris Conley singing. That's right. And... Um, Classic stuff. I'm trying to think of who the other gentleman was. In I that got a band, double but, CD of Murder yeah. Inc. Really yeah. enjoying that. That was a good band. I'm thinking maybe we need to play some Chickasaw to give them a little before I break the entire studio because I do this every time. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Should we give them a taste of Chickasaw before we bring in? Uh, you have somebody with you today. Yeah. Who Are we going to announce that? Who is that? I don't know. We'll let her announce herself. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, all right, let's listen to a little Pig Face Chickasaw. This is what, circa what, 2006 maybe? Uh, maybe 2001, maybe. Honestly. Now, let me, let me get this straight, and I may have to edit this after the fact. Um, 98, maybe. Might have been 98. It's, it's that old. Yeah. Wow. 98, 99. Maybe that I bought it in 2006. Um, we had Meg Lee Chin on. I may be totally wrong. It may even be older than that. I have to look. Now, if I recall, about a dozen episodes ago, we had Meg Lee Chin, who stepped in and sang on Chickasaw, right? Yeah. And she was she was afraid that Leslie Rankin was going to beat her up. Yeah, it was mad at her because she, mad at her cause she was singing her songs. <laughs> but I really, I, I listen, Leslie was lovely, and she was fun, and I, lo she, I love her albums. I love her music. I love yeah. Silverfish. I love her punk project. Um, the fact that she's back with Pigface is a reason to go see Pigface. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm on board. Uh, so I guess Ruby's doing all the female vocals now, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a collective, so I'm sure they'll have other musicians for their live shows. And they're going to be on a big tour. Um, they haven't toured in years. Um, and uh, Martin's put together a really big tour. They had an anniversary uh, show like um, uh, maybe a year or two ago. And now, now they're going to yeah. do a big... Uh, full-blown tour so that's pretty awesome hopefully we'll end up with some new music too i hope so too yeah. there's so many good artists working within that the realm of pig face you have to look into it folks whether you like it or not there's so many artists that i mean well trent reznor started doing that back in the 90s he got involved and um mm -hmm. i do have a trent reznor story i have a <laughs> brush with fame <laughs> oh yes i do we'll get to that after chickasaw with pig face yeah, I can't believe I'm playing this. I'm so happy. Thank you, Sean. 
Eagles in here. <laughs> okay, so again, again, all the best conversations have happened off the air, but that's with guests, Sean. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Sean decided that having a Whopper was not the best thing to have before a show. <laughs> yeah. He announced it. I, I could have told you that. I was like, oh, you geez. broke the studio, <laughs> David. That's that Whopper. <laughs> that was the Whopper right there. See? See what happens? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I hope you liked it. That was Pig Face with Chickasaw going way back. Not too way back. Um, let's see here. I want to... I have to tell a story, Sean. <laughs> story time. You have to. I do. Yeah. Okay. So I can't say where I was because because I, I out of respect for the man. But I took my dog to a dog park somewhere outside Pittsburgh and I in passing I, my dog's running around in this beautiful little collie mix running around too and maybe three other dogs and another three guys there maybe and one dude comes up to me and uh, he goes you know that's that's Trent Reznor's dog I was like what like that doesn't even register like what, what? <laughs> you know it's it's like Saturday afternoon one o'clock I'm probably hungover and like his uh, actual dog I, i'm not done yet huh. um but <laughs> um so my dog's running around like a maniac and you know beating up this dog and then this dog gives it some flack back they got along pretty good and i was like what do you mean that's trent Reznor's dog well that guy over there and there's a gentleman in the same dog park and uh that, that, that's that's bob Reznor. that's uh trent Reznor's dad i was like I didn't know what to do, and, but I'm in his house. What do you do? I'm in his house. He's comfortable. It's Saturday afternoon. He's just with his dog. I didn't do anything. Um, he came walking over to me, and my wife was with me. He came up to me and Denise, and he has his puppy, his puppy, and luckily Jet was behaving, thank God, And because he knew we knew at that point. I just shook his hand. I said, listen, we're huge fans of your son. We were here when it was all going down, and I shouldn't say here, but we were where we were. Anyway, um, and uh, he was just so congenial, just pleasant gentleman with a great smile. And when he smiled, that's when I knew it was Trent Reznor's dad. Because let's let's face it, um, have you ever seen Trent smile this side of the, po- the apocalypse, the machine apocalypse that's going to take over? I've never seen Trent smile. He definitely <laughs> got a smile from his dad. In those rare moments that you see him smile. And uh, it was funny because it was that day that we had our dogs there together. I, we were recording the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, in, in, you know, the, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, the episode, show. Yeah. And uh, Trent was going to induct The, the Cure. Uh-huh. And so it was that afternoon. I was like, hey, uh, you know, we're, we're, we were set it to record. But we're going to watch your son tonight on the Hall of Fame show. And he goes, he's, <laughs> this is Bob Reznor, everybody. He's like. Oh, that's tonight. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's tonight. Are you taping? He's like, yeah, I might sit down and watch it. I don't know. He's so casual and happy and nice, and he didn't care. You know, at the same time, he's like, yeah, he probably he was actually telling us about footage he already saw. <laughs> it was fantastic, and he is just honestly just a gentleman and a scholar. So yeah, we met Reznor's dad and his dog. And was he the spitting image of his son? Um, or is his son the spit? His image son, of his yeah. Dad? It, the facial you cannot—it's so pronounced. The chiseled features of the chin uh-huh. and the eyes and the smile. Again, Trent Reznor doesn't smile much, but if you're around in the '90s when he saw the money coming in, he smiled, and he was—you uh, could just see it. And you know, not too tall. You know, just just a pleasant individual. And we didn't want to, you know, we didn't make a big deal out of it. You know, it's like seeing Billy Joel in an Italian restaurant on Long Island. You don't go up to him. 
let him eat. Mm-hmm. And and there you go. So I just want to tell that story real briefly. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what I'd do in a situation like that. Do you do you like sort of geek out or do you like hold back because, you know, my age with my age, I think I maintained and I, yeah. I held back cuz he was just there with his puppy and it's this nice sunny day and very few people out. Hey, I have my brush with fame. I'll take it, man. It was great. It was <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Oh, this is also important for you, Sean. Um, uh, in other news, I met a Chihuahua named Chica the other day. Chica. Chica, and it was a boy. And a he, boy named Chica. You're selling me on the Chihuahua thing because this guy was pretty cool. He was really cool. <laughs> I know you love your, your puppy. Oh yeah, Maisie. Maisie, <laughs> Maisie Mouse. We call her. She. Uh, well, when we got her, she was so tiny, like a mouse, and. Um, our cat, which is not very big either, was like determined that she was going to eat this dog. And we <laughs> had to protect the dog from the cat. So we put the dog in uh, what we called witness protection program every day that we weren't at home. And we went to, um, of course, we have another dog. Yeah, but yeah. the cat was like determined, like, I'm going to eat this dog. Oh so Maisie would spend, the, uh, spend her days at um, my wife's um, mother's house, my mother-in-law's house. And uh, we call it a witness protection program. But <laughs> Maisie now is very, very, very possessive. And, of you. Uh, of me. We have yeah. a witness here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a witness. Are we going to bring our witness in? Yeah, we should bring her in. You think so? Yeah. I feel like we should be playing like the Tonight Show entry music. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, it, You're on. Wait, am I on live? Wait a second. <laughs> So uh, we have uh, my daughter here today, Amber, and uh, she decided to come partake in the podcast festivities with us tonight. Actually, you like dragged me here like yeah. 30 minutes before. I dragged her here with a promise of food. Good man, good man. Yeah, yeah and, but like uh, your only promise is Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I cheat so bad. I love me some Burger uh, King. I was craving their cinnamon sticks so bad. But <laughs> cinnamon. Well, well listen, maybe we'll have to stop. And on get your some way cinnamon out, sticks. I got news for you. There's a nice sheets right down the road on 88. Oh, Dad. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll way. have to stop for some cinnamon sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Just one. So, what brings Amber to these here parts? Um, he dragged me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got? Come on, kid. <laughs> I, I, I have a challenge for her. Oh, my God. Before the initial challenge. Wait, what? <laughs> what? If you look at the... All right, this is a band that I saw open for Metal Church, okay? A band okay. called White Trash. doesn't take much. I want you to look at the inside cover. They'll be proud of anything you say about them. But I want you to look at the inside cover of this <laughs> CD that I got from White Trash. Uh, Poser Exposure is the name of the album. They were a lot of fun. Um, when you look at these guys... First reaction. Tell me what you think. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wait. Right. Wait. <laughs> How did I know that was going to happen? <laughs> she has no words. Do you have words? <laughs> Can you speak, child? I, I like the guy in the bottom left corner. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Let's see what you, I, He might be the drummer. He, oh, he'll be very happy about that. <laughs> he's so funny. I'm pretty sure he's the drummer. But uh, <laughs> it's the thing. With can drummers. you tell which one's the lead singer? Would it be the crazy redhead? Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely him. <laughs> he he is the funniest dude I've met in a long time. Over exuberant, and he is the front. He is he was born to be a front man. 
Some people are that. That's that's pretty much all. He, I'm pretty sure he was meant to be a front man. She's still laughing. I knew that would have been some giggles. laughter. Yes. All right. Well, you go because we have another challenge for our guest tonight too. I have to go get the props. Oh, yeah. Is that what we're doing now? Well, you don't have to do it right away. You can bring something else up while I partake. I'll be right back. Right. Well, um, <laughs> let yeah. me see. I got nothing, Dave. Okay, so we had to get a prop for this. So <laughs> Sean made the mistake of telling me that his wife went to the Pickle Fest last year in Pittsburgh. Yeah, what was it called? Picklesburg or Picklesburg. something like that? Yeah, yeah. I got the t-shirt. Huh. I ate a lot of weird pickles dipped in maple syrup and bacon. I can't even... Yeah, yeah it wasn't so great. <laughs> uh, however, there are things there that are delicious. And we Fried did pick pickles? up this pickled-flavored soda. Who the hell puts this out? <laughs> I don't even know where I got this. But it's pickle-flavored soda. Did you get it there? Oh, my God. There's, like, nothing on here. And, um, well, our guest, Amber, is going to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave made the mistake of telling me that there was pickled soda in their fridge. And <laughs> he told me nobody was willing to drink it. So here I am. You're on. Stupid human tricks. All right. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Okay. Hold on. She's really drinking it. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> now, wait a second. I thought it was good the first time. <laughs> Is it wait, awful? Wait, hold on. You're going to try it again? <laughs> the first, the initial sip was like really like strong vinegary. But then like as you get into it, it gets like sweeter. Like it almost tastes like. I agree. Like it, ta like, it does not taste that bad. Right. If we get but like at first, like it tasted like awful. Hold on. I gotta sip this again. She's obsessed. Pickled soda. The face tells it all. I like that time around, it wasn't as bad. It's awful. I'm feeling your pain. No, it's there, actually not that there's bad. There's no way in hell I'm trying that. Like it's literally the same as drinking like sweet pickled juice. Okay. Like if you just did that, like it would be the same as that. I had no idea this was gonna be a show prop at some point. <laughs> I just, it's been sitting in my fridge for a while. You know, I saw. She's not drinking it. Wait, you're still drinking. She's still, I'm still drinking. Still drinking. It. It. I, I, I saw. I saw a video or something of like these like weightlifter guys like in the gym that would drink like pickle juice or something. And I don't know what the purpose was for, but like. Carbonated spring water. Cane sugar. Citric acid. Natural flavor. Natural flavor. Gum. Acacia. <laughs> Turmeric for color and flash. Pasteurized for safety. <laughs> bottled by Rocket Fizz Soda. Rocket Fizz. Don't they? Oh, Rocket Fizz. I've been there before. Yeah, those are cool stores. Yeah, they had like this like. I've had like a weird soda from there before. Yeah, now we're all back oh, on board. <laughs> this isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> you can put that anywhere. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it made it to a show. I'll give it that. It was worth the buck fifty. Oh, my God. Well, all right. So you are braver than most people that have entered this house, Amber, I must say. At, for a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Those that come through the doors, I, I don't even know why they do half the time. <laughs> All right, so anyway, what do you got, man? I know you got something. Mm. Otherwise, I got I got to talk about, well, are we going to go after Wux, or is that going to be next show? God bless you. Um, Kleenex are in there. I don't can. know. I mean. Oh, I just burped, and it tasted like pickles. Ew. <laughs> it smells like pickles in Ew. here. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would be a good prop. <laughs> All right, so anyway, these guys from Germany. 
Yeah. Wux. W-U-X. Sent us some stuff to go through. We're impressed. I'm um, not sure if we're going to play it this show or the next. What do you think? Um, we're a few let's, behind. Let's tease it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I tease think, it. Okay, so we'll tease. We'll I like tease it. it. I want to I know. Do you have a track you like? I want to know what or? Fury thinks of it next show. Oh, I see where yeah, we're going with that. Yeah, yeah Fury. We uh, he's Outtakes with Fury has been another uh, new, what do you want to say, a character on this show. He has his own show. He is an official movie reviewer, critic in Pittsburgh, one of two left. And um, he is, uh, well, he, he's dying to come back on. So we'll, uh, we'll subject him to uh, some music and see what he mm-hmm. thinks. Because it is, I, Wux, W-U-X, they're a German band, but they are, I, kinda, I, I hate saying post-grunge, but they are, they're rock and roll per De- them. Definitely rock and roll. Jen, Jens Hyman sent me, and he's the guitarist, he sent me all, the, the album, you got it too. Is it Hyman or Heinemann? You could be right. I think it's Heinemann. I think you're right. I'd have um, to see the spelling. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And all right, we'll tease we'll tease the opening track, I think. Spinning, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, we'll tease that a little bit right now. And you guys, you know what? Let us know what you think. Kettlewhistleradio at gmail.com. Let us know. Hey, we've been getting I got screener for you too, by the way, Sean. I got movies. Um, and I've been getting music constantly. Uh, so kettlewhistleradio at gmail.com. We go through it and trust me, we listen to it and we will play it. No matter what, it's just a matter of time. Don't hate on us. Yeah. So, all right, let me mark that one down. We'll, go, we'll just do a little... You guys let us know what you think of that, all right? And this is off of... I wanted to call them Shiner, but I think the album is Shiner. Yeah, I think so, yeah. The, the band is definitely... Wux, W-U-X, and they're on Facebook. And they're on Bandcamp. But let us know what you think of this. We'll <laughs>
drückt sie, wenn alles klemmt. Der Zeiger auf der Uhr nur rennt. Dann drück ich Stopp, ich drück Reset. Ich leg mich in mein toten Wenn alles drückt, wenn alles klemmt. Der Zeiger auf der Uhr nur rennt. Dann drück ich Stopp, ich drück Reset. Ich leg mich in mein toten Wenn alles drückt, wenn alles klemmt. Der Zeiger auf der Uhr nur rennt. Leg ich mich in I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Okay, I have so many okay we're back, and Amber's back, and she's got dirt on Sean. Okay, <laughs> apparently, Sean. What is Never it? Explain. again. Amber, come okay. on, explain. Every single time I'm in the car with him, like any single time, I always take. Like Snapchat pictures, just to, like my friends and stuff like that. I don't a know. A thousand. Liter- no. Literally a thousand. I literally take ten probably max like fifteen, and he gets so pressed about it. He gets so mad. Like I literally, like pressed. it's pressed. I literally have videos of him like going off, just yelling at me <laughs> about it. Uh, you do. You I- record me. Yes, I do, because it. it's so funny. <laughs> and every single time I'm in the car, and I'm, like, playing my music or something, he'll, like, start, like, making fun of it. <laughs> I tried. I've been trying for the longest time. Yeah. The song D-Rose by Lil Pump. D-Rose. That, that song came on once. And I know that. The, the chorus of it goes, like, D-Rose, 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 yeah, D-Rose. Churros, 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 <laughs> churros. That's what I hear. And I've been wanting him to, like, let me get a video of him doing that. So I'll sit there with my the head, like, time. churros, 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 churros. I have made and it a goes, life, D-Rose, a li- It's a lifestyle. D-Rose, Making D-Rose. fun of music is a lifestyle. If you can get the words to rhyme. You got to hear I mean, this song, man. Like, seriously, I have a problem. Like, I, Pearl Jam has been driving me crazy for years i'm not the biggest fan uh, they're great mm-hmm. but I, w- I was a nirvana guy and a Soundgarden guy so pearl jam was mellow for me um but you still can't get what is with um i, I call it yellow bedwetter but uh, what is yellow lead lead, lead better <laughs> yeah I, I i can't stand that song and isn't it also called dissident or or is that another song by them that just sounds the same there's a I, that's a different song yeah I, I can't they're in constant rotation i can't that and uh, i can't find the butterman i can't can't find the butterman i just can't <laughs> i don't hate pearl jam i love the first album but then you lose me at vitology and i just i don't know is it just the deliver the vocal delivery like the you no, know boring music I, I i can't deal with um slow jams yeah unless it, you'd think i i would 
No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was always a big, from that era, um, Alice in Chains and Soundgarden yeah. fan. Riffy bands. And there was another band, Paw. I know we've talked Paw about Paw on here Tad. before. Tad. Tad. I like Tad. Did you know that? Tad was a bit heavier. We're going to talk about that, because um, Kurt Cobain, well, Nirvana, Tad went out with them the first time yeah. when they went over to Paris. Was that Roma? The Paris tour where he overdosed but didn't mm. die the first time? That was like... Yeah, but Tad was a big band back then. Yeah. And Paul, I guess, up there with them. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'd i like to... You know, Tad's another good rediscovery of music, I think, we need to get back into. But um, back to the yeah, the Kurt Cobain thing, I don't know... I don't know if Amber's going to chime in on this one, but she'll know a few folks from the 27th Club. And I'll 27th... Oh. Are you familiar with that? Yes, like with the white lighters. Hmm. Wait, isn't that the like the legend that like... All of those people in the Twenty Seven Club had like white lighters in their pockets, Ooh. and like that's like a thing. Like, like Ooh. people that like overdosed in that club all had like white lighters in their pockets. Okay, really? That's yeah. a new bit. She knows something no, we don't I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm a huge conspiracy theory fan. Oh crap! Okay, well there's I a didn't movie. know this. There's a I'm movie learning things that you may not want to see actually, um, because we wanted it to be a documentary, but it's called The Twenty Seven Club, and it's about, as you know, Sean, all the folks that we know mm-hmm. that died in their, at twenty seven: Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Jim Morrison. Um, the list goes on and on and on. on and on and on. But Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. I was going to say that. But um, this movie. What's that? Well, oh, uh, wait, wait, no, you're fine. I'm listening to you. Um, no, but um, Amy, you said Amy, a- Amy Winehouse. Smith? Amy Winehouse. Oh, I was going to say Amy, Amy Winehouse. Winehouse. Yeah. That was a sad one. I, I have a problem with that one. But because everybody saw it happening. You know, yeah. you saw it happening. Yeah. But this movie, 27 Club, is not about that. It is, but they, t- make, they make a slasher flick out of it where there's this heart from, I don't want to say where, but there's a heart that is being passed around and when people, upcoming rock stars, take a bite out of it, they get fame, but they sell their soul. Mm. But the only cool moments, I shouldn't say that. If you like Slasher Flicks, 27 Club is good. But As you, you say, sell your soul, I look immediately up to Darth Maul looking down at me, <laughs> wanting to kill me. <laughs> the little figurine up there. Oh, yeah, he's, oh, he's pretty prominent. <laughs> like I'm looking there. at the devil. But Literally. Whoa. They, no, you're fine. What'd you? Oh, you got some, Amber's got something. Okay, I'm sorry. I just like had to Google it because I wanted to make sure I was correct. But the 27 Club like did have like something to do with the white lighter theory, and literally the crazy part about that is Bic, like the company that made the lighters, they didn't produce white lighters at that time. So like these people had like white lighters in their pockets, but like. Bick didn't like produce those Holy so like shit. these people like all were found with white lighters in their pockets but the company didn't even produce white lighters you've got to be kidding me i didn't know that that's yeah odd. that's very I, odd. I watched a conspiracy theory i think it was like a shane dawson one she's gonna get her own segment conspiracy <laughs> theories oh, I, with amber no i literally i love conspiracy theories i'm so sorry i had to like no, chime no, no. in this is good stuff and, like bring that up this is good stuff. Sean does it to me like every show. Like, oh my God, what's he fine now? But, but um, honestly, they're, they're, usually, but they they went slasher. They didn't go documentary. But in between, mm-hmm. this is the only like if you're a nostalgist, they have people playing the parts of the people telling the story of their death. So you have Kirk Cobain played by Zach Brown sitting on a stool and he's just kind of like being himself. And uh, you found something else. You go, Amber. 
Wait, I wait. Did I find something else? I think you did. <laughs> she yeah. found a million photos of herself <laughs> that she's taking right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is pissing me off. <laughs> no. Nice. No, I have a friend that's like obsessed with like Kurt Cobain. Like actually, like obsessed with Kurt Cobain. He literally like grew his hair hair out to look like him and stuff. And I like I was just, just telling him. We were at the beach this. a couple years ago, and Amber <laughs> wanted to get a Nirvana shirt. Oh my gosh, and, uh, I did. It was like but one of the, one of the like happiest the days of my life. Yeah, Does she liked the yeah, music. Yeah, I loved actually it. loved Nirvana. I have like all of their songs on it's, my phone. It's timeless music. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. And Foo Fighters. Anytime I, I want to get a vinyl so bad of Nirvana. Mm, that might happen. Okay. Anytime a Nirvana song comes on in the car or we're playing or whatever, you know, we'll I be, know all the words. We'll be we'll be singing every single word together. It's so actually really awesome. So yeah. Nirvana is like her eagles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I don't know. I I don't know. I they're good to like run to. Like I'm a runner. So like nice. it's just nice angry Lots music to like a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I, I run, run a little bit. She runs more than I, I do. I run faster than you. Well, she do. graduated high school this year. Yeah, she I just did. graduated. Congratulations. Literally a week ago. And it's June. We're in the moment, yeah. folks. In the moment. <laughs> Stand up and clap, you motherfuckers. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So it, I love your little anecdotes here. Um, but yeah, I, the reason that I, I brought this up was because the, the Life magazine, 20 years later after mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, and they um, summarize his life. Granted, that was it was printed in 2014, but um, Life magazine did it, and he never wanted to be printed by or interviewed by Time, Life, or Newsweek. He never said, he, he just said that he would never do the mainstream bullshit, whatever. We all know that now. But... Um, in, in 2014, um, this is kind of weird. Um, well, no, no. Actually, he, uh, they published a, a parcel of his uh, suicide note, which I thought was kind of wrong. I don't think they should have done that if they thought they, they were. I, I realize what they're doing. And it's on the Internet. I get it. I yeah. think they went a little too. They, don't, they didn't have to put that in there because um, he's gone and he couldn't say no. And I, I don't think that's cool for a major publication like Life. But that being said, um, let's see here. Oh yeah, this is weird. Kurt was he wanted seventy. Um, sorry, he wanted fifty percent, and he wanted the. I'm sorry, seventy five percent and twenty five percent to go to the other two guys because he felt yeah. like he was, and he was. And I'm sure Dave Grohl was kind of like, all right, whatever. I'm Chris Novoselic, I'm a hippie. I'm a veg- vegan. I don't care. And he deserved that. I, I get it. But what I found out later too is that he also would rather have been playing with Hole really? as a rhythm guitarist. He he didn't like the fame. Yeah. He, he hated the fame, and he wanted to um, be a rhythm guitarist in Hull with his wife, Courtney. And uh, what a waste. But that's how much mm. he hated fame. He was ready to just go play with Hull and tour with them. And I didn't know that until I read this. Did you know any of that? I didn't know any of that. Well, what can I say? That's but Remembering Kurt Cobain, 20 years later, Life magazine, worth a read, probably on the Internet right now, um, if you want to get a little more info on that. And um, Dave Grohl ends the whole segment with "It's always the ones who die young that we that people remember the most," hmm. which is true. You know, a it dying artist, especially a beautiful one with a beautiful voice and so much to give. Mm-hmm. You always remember that, right, Amber? Oh yeah. I caught her off guard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always late. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he, oh she, yeah, she, had, she hasn't met Heather yet. And I was used to that, like Heather dozing off at the mic. Uh, really? yeah, <laughs> she wouldn't doze off at the mic, would she? <laughs> would she be mad about us talking? Because about this? she's coming back on. I will. I'll, I'll say it to her face right here in the studio. Like, do you remember when you fell asleep on the mic? Anyway, 
What do you got, Sean? I, I can't wait for her to come back so we can get to, get to know each other better. Does Amber know? I mean, again, tonight is the premiere of... Alien Highway on the Travel Channel. Heather Taddy and who are the other two dudes? I don't actually know them. Amber and I were... Or was it you and I that were talking about that? Or No, it was uh, no. my brother Jeremy. I was talking to my brother Jeremy about it, just reminding him about... You know Heather, and I was telling him about her coming back and uh, yeah. about our new show. And uh, oh, yeah. he's like, "So who are the other two dudes on the show?" I'm like, "I have no <laughs> idea. Awesome. Like, I didn't even I didn't look into their background at all. I'm sure they've done other things. I just, you know, well, I don't know." Heather, spoiler alert: Heather will be back in this studio this summer. We're going to do at least two shows with her, talk about the show and her alien experiences, and whether or not she's still playing bass. Mm. <laughs> All right. She owes me a double bass band. I agree. Uh, <laughs> it's time to play a song, Sean. You got to pick one. What do you think? I have to pick one. I think it's a good idea if you did. Hmm. You have so many choices. You've set up a lot of bands for us. What about that band that uh, premise that Amber was talking about? Oh my about? god! <laughs> let's yeah, let's talk about premise. Oh yeah. Amber. Um, what's, what's this band stop. premise? I'm gonna leave. One of my friends asked if Say my dad bam. knew a band <laughs> called. <laughs> I thought it was premise, but it's Primus. 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 <laughs> Tell me the guy. <laughs> Tell me the cat was my name, <laughs> and I say underleave. Okay. My name is Mud. <laughs> I'll leave. Little, 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 because his Lur. last name was Lurlon, they couldn't say it, so they Lur. call it Lur. He was Lur, and he hated it forever. Really? And because he hated it, Les was like, yeah, you're Lur. <laughs> Remember this song? You should. Oh, my God. There's a song we're not allowed to play yet, but there it is again. Canadians, Varga, no more. <laughs> And if you hear crunching in the background, that would be Amber on the cracker. <laughs> You're breaking the studio, breaking Dave. The studio. All right, so we're back. I'm sorry. What, what, what was that? I said you're a goddamn pirate, Dave. Have you ever thought I about my best. Dave? Have you ever thought about? Oh, have you ever like heard of ASMR before? Did you just hit your nose on the microphone? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Wait, have you ever heard of like ASMR though? No. You don't know what ASMR is? Not yet. Okay, well, it's like basically it's like triggering sounds and like that like satisfy people. Well, I just turned off the Canadians, so. <laughs> but anyway. So like people like like people like whisper like into a Oh, microphone. I have. Yeah, people fall asleep to this stuff. Yeah, yeah and like people yeah, like yeah. tap it and like just I do know. You told me. Is this something you guys do in your household? What's going on? Didn't what? you tell me about that? Or somebody else did, yeah. Like you just fall asleep. Like we, we. I like ocean sounds mm. and storms. I need thunderstorms, and then I fall asleep. Are you talking about like a sound make you fall asleep? Kind of, but like there are people that like literally, like they like put like shaving cream on like microphones, and they like 
<laughs> like do what weird the hell? stuff. I put shaving and, cream like, on my and, roommates. And they like eat <laughs> like food, like crunchy food, or like they'll eat like honey, like raw honeycomb, or they'll eat like um, aloe vera plants. And then it's like satisfying, and people like watch it. Like I was obsessed with it for like a really long time. I was like, literally, it like calmed me down so much. And just like talking into a microphone like this, like it just reminds me of. And it's just the ro- hearing your own voice. Yeah, huh. it's like it's a little self-centered. Kind of, there was a there was a um, <laughs> there was interesting. We that, we need her. We do a subculture thing. We need her for these little weird, yeah, odd things, Sean, that we're missing apparently. Go ahead. Well, there, there, uh, well I'm looking on my Spotify. There's a whole ASMR sleep sound. Oh thing. my God, you've opened up. You so the, I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna have did to. Did you hear the crunch of this. AMR? There's some crunching happening here. AMR. AMR. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You were close. <laughs> just crunch all i hear is <laughs> is that relaxing to our <laughs> listeners <laughs> and she's choking okay so pickle juice and crackers yeah and this is the result all right folks let us know if this is relaxing to you let us know at kettle whistle radio at gmail.com <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And she reaches into the box for more. <laughs> she will live. I'm obsessed you know, it's with like those, it. It's I like those red why. hot chips. You ever have red hot chips? I've seen them. Ooh. You, you can- <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a sound bite forever right there. <laughs> I mean, you, you eat them and they're hot as hell. Right. And for some reason, you just can't, can't like quit putting your hand in the oh, bag and it, it, eating more chips. Honestly... That's another show. That that is it's vinegar. I think vinegar is the oh. most addicting thing. No, oh, you are vinegar. right. Yeah, Miss Pickle you are Juice. Com- yo, you are completely Pickle juice steps right. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> I am not even joking you. Mm. Those vinegar Pringles. Yes. Those oh are God. the best. Salt and vinegar. Those are the best. But Ed, now you think about wings. Wings are vinegar and hot so I know you don't eat yeah, chicken. I can't but people really. in this I'm a but, but but you know in Pittsburgh <laughs> how big wings are. It's vinegar yeah. and hot sauce. It's addicting. They want hmm. more of that. If you just gave them a shot of each they probably wouldn't eat the chicken. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah. all right, that's not that's not true. I like sriracha. I like honey mustard. Okay, like I've been Me on this too. like high lately of honey mustard. Like anytime I go anywhere, any restaurant, any place. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you do with that? I've been on a high of honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the word I meant to say. I'm on a. I forget what it is. What the word is that I'm looking for, but um. Here we can help you out here. Okay, you want to no, wash that no, down? No, 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 no. no. Pickle juice. Yeah, I no tried to hand juice. the pickle juice back to her. She's out. She's out. I'm done. She's out. But like that stuff's got to be disgusting. Any place I go, I have to get yeah. honey mustard. <laughs> I'm obsessed with honey mustard. I do that Chick Fil A. I will announce. I, they have the best honey mustard. Christian chicken. That's what I call them. They you get mad what? when I call them that too. But yeah, <laughs> Christian. I, I, I just I, got the. Do you know why? You understand? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. People don't understand why I call them that. And, and it's no offense. Yeah. Hey, take your day off. But I sometimes I want chicken on Sundays. No, I do. I every single time I crave Chick Fil A. It's always on a Sunday. Like I'm not, I'm not just trying to be funny yeah. and like just saying that. Like it literally just happens that every single time I crave, they're like she's I, she's egging me on. I don't even eat Chick Fil A. Like there's nothing I can eat. Like what can I eat? Like lettuce Waffle and fries, fries. Waffle yes, fries and honey mustard, dude. Literally, yeah. come on. But, but like, I think Chick Fil A has one of the best honey mustard like ever. Like she's I just a, want to. She's a honey mustard connoisseur. Yeah, <laughs> I literally am. Like it's like honestly, like it's becoming a problem. Like I went out to breakfast with my friends a couple of days ago, and 
like one of them got home fries and she didn't want them so she's like oh Wait, like, home fries at chick-fil-a no um oh. we went to like this like little cafe like by our house and she got home fries and she like did not want them and she's like i'll take them home fries no, with I, some honey mustard literally that's what i said i said if you get me some honey mustard i will eat them and i'll she's eat the like, shit out of them home fries with some honey mustard and she's like Amber, i'm just saying <laughs> Stop, Dad. but she's like you're eating a red velvet waffle and you're eating like you're drinking like iced wow. coffee she's like you're not gonna eat that and i was like no i was like bet Holy so then crap. i just got right. it and i literally like i i don't know i'm obsessed with honey mustard it's like I, I like it too. You know what it is, no, though, right? I'm obsessed with it. Wait, what is it? Uh, pretty much um, mayonnaise, mustard, and honey. <coughs> Sorry, I just ruined mayonnaise. that. I know, but that's no, actually. I worked at Eaton Park for a long time. It was mayonnaise. Ew! Oh my god! Well, you didn't I'm ruin it. The place. <laughs> you you, you literally broke it this time. Did I? Yeah. yeah. They can hear us though. <laughs> it's broken. I you can't broke hear the myself studio, now. Dave. I don't. <laughs> it was the honey mustard debacle. The damn honey mustard. 2019. Get All rid right. of that shit. So, Dave. Uh oh. I see that you have a lot of Star Wars in here. A little bit. I'm only wearing a shirt. What is he? What's your take on Marvel? Are oh, you a she, big? Uh, I'm a big. Did Marvel you tell fan. her to call me out? Uh uh-uh. Um. <laughs> actually, are you a fan of Marvel? I'll show you right now. I can <gasps> Wait, no, that's mine. Um, yeah. That's I, actually his comic. I still collect Oh my that. gosh. But, yeah. Dude, I love Marvel. Did you watch Daredevil on Netflix? I, no. Sean. Yeah. It's the best series on Netflix, as far as Marvel's concerned. I literally just went through and watched all of the Marvel movies. I don't movies. know. Like, I, I liked, I liked the, uh, some I'm of obsessed. the other ones, too. You got it. You have to watch this. I have to watch this. Dad, you just canceled Netflix. All right. Oh, I, I went, did. I went on the other day. I dropped that shit. No, I went on the other day because I wanted to watch. Um, <laughs> I, I actually applaud you a little bit. <laughs> I did. I She's I like, I want Hulu, Dad. I've got to get Hulu. Yeah, but it. they have. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll get rid of that. Get rid of that. They just raised their prices too, didn't they? Yeah. Like, I'm grandfathered in. I can't explain that one, but I don't want to talk about it. Either. Uh, uh, but Prime, I, I got on Prime recently. I'm sort of impressed, but not. Yeah. Meh, meh. But you, all right. So Marvel fan, you called I'm me out. I liked Marvel Endgame. Fan. Oh wait, can we talk about Endgame? I'm pretty sure I we feel, can now. No, right? here's spoilers free. Here's my wait, take did, on it. Did Sean wait, see it? Hold on. Probably. Yeah, he saw yeah it. I saw it. I saw oh, it. Yeah. With him. Here's my take on it. I feel like if you haven't seen Endgame by now, you're not a dedicated enough fan, so you don't care what happens. You're just trying to jump on the bandwagon this of, oh, don't spoil it for me. <laughs> very admirable. <laughs> I, I have to understand, like, when I, when I was her I'm age, joking, when, but... when, when we were your age at yeah. one point in our lives, DC. it was not cool to like comic books or comic book movies. And mm. now girls are 40% of the crowd at conventions. Yeah. So... I'm obsessed with Marvel. I love it. Oh my Remember the Spider-Man Man TV Ooh. movie? Tom Holland uh, is yeah. way better at Spider-Man. Ben, the second guy, but I really like Tobey Maguire. I like Tobey Maguire, but I love yeah. Tom Holland yeah. as Spider-Man. He's such a good Spider-Man. He is. No, I agree. He's awesome. My God, Homecoming is awesome. He, he is the reason to see the first Avengers. I love Literally. I love the original uh, Spider-Man because of the... the um, Bruce Campbell cameos. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. I like Jimmy Norton in there, but you probably don't know who. He we got to get Bruce Campbell on this show. Uh, it could have. 
happen. I think that he's quirky happen. enough and we're weird uh-huh. enough. And now we have Amber, so yeah, <laughs> calling all the shots. Wait. Amber and her honey mustard. Wait, am I a thing? Now? Yeah, you actually are. Yeah. Eat some crackers. A, Eat them loudly. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so I've been to. Oh. <laughs> so. You told me to. <laughs> yes, I did. Wait, before we go much further, I do have oh. to say one more thing about the 27 Club. Todd Rundgren, before your time and her time, she doesn't even know who that is, record producer, mm-hmm. artist. I didn't even know that he produced Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf, who I really, really don't like at all, but I respect. But Todd Rundgren plays uh, Dr. Crawford in the movie 27 Club. And he has a part and a role to do with the heart and the artists. And I forgot to mention that. I thought he had something to do with producing it. But he's just kind of like, he's like this weird record store guy. Involved. Yeah, yeah. he's involved. But um, I, I have to say about Todd Rundgren, he's still relevant because he was in uh, on live at Daryl's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a whole notes fan. All right, I'm an old guy. Whatever the hell. They're, they still are relevant. But he was on there and they did uh, a show at Todd Rundgren's house in, in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's so worth watching. Even if you don't like <laughs> mellow rock and roll or pop rock, his moment in in uh, when at, at his house in Hawaii was amazing. And his role in the movie probably made the movie 27 Club. If you're a Todd Rundgren fan, watch that movie. Although, hey, Jet's here to... Hey. So I figured I'd throw that out there before it was too late. And Lily was played by the lovely Madison Crawford, who I do not know. I have no idea. But she is. was good in her part, and again, but that's the 27 Club wrap up. <laughs> All right, so back to crackers. <laughs> <laughs> we happen to also know that Sean saw a recent show that was rather interesting by a friend of ours. Yeah, so we made friends with uh, Molly Black. She is a <laughs> world traveler, but she's a bartender at the Smelling Moose in Pittsburgh. Should and, we have uh, said that? I don't know. Does that make her less famous or more? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and this is the question I had for her down there is, you know, she tells us her story. Right. You know, obviously. Yes. So she's lived in Berlin. She's originally from L.A. How the hell do you end up in Pittsburgh? Right. Yeah. Right. I, we had no idea what where, where that would go. I still don't think I know. Amber, what do you think? Up, <laughs> what do you think? Wait, what do I think about what? What if do you, you think about somebody ending up? If you lived, if you grew up in L.A. Oh, okay. And you lived in Berlin. How do you end up in Pittsburgh? I wonder the same exact. I listen. I'm trying to get out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, I'm slowly making my way towards the city. I'm going to school in the city next year, so like, I'm like slowly making my way. No. Okay. <laughs> my dad just told me to back away from the microphone. Actually, yeah, that's what, that's his problem. Yeah. <laughs> He's never on it. <laughs> I'm too soft on the mic. You're too loud on the mic. I'm just loud in general. Sean was right. <laughs> I'm going to school in the city next year, so I'm like close. I'm like slowly making my way into like the branching out. Yes. Yeah. Growing I'm, I'm getting up, out of on. like Western Pennsylvania. Like I'm slowly making my way to the city, but like I just don't understand how people like. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know what to like say about that because, like. I feel like if you spent your whole life in a place like L.A., I feel like 
you would probably want to move somewhere a little bit more low key, like Pittsburgh, hmm. because Pittsburgh is a little bit more low key than L.A. Well, <laughs> you're, you're right about that. A lot of them do leave and retire somewhere else. Mm-hmm. A they, lot of them, they, they quit the business and live in the mountains, literally yeah. somewhere. And some of the better bands actually have their own place in Colorado, Florida, you name it. Exactly. North Carolina, they're they're producing. Pickface, I don't know where Martin Atkins is located. Chicago. It's Chicago. But mm-hmm. again... They're not in L.A. They yeah. do their own thing. I respect yeah. that. All right, Amber. Good point. Good point. Yeah, and I mean, even so like Maynard. Depressing. He just, just Maynard. he didn't want to be in L.A. He's in wine country. Moved to, he, yeah, moved, he moved to Arizona and started his own wine business. I bet that that's one you could probably turn her on to at some point is Maynard James Keenan Pusifer. Not yeah. so much Tool. Uh-huh. L.A. is so depressed. I feel like it would be so depressing to just spend like your whole life there because literally everybody there, they're all so focused on like materialistic things. Like that's the general like vibe in LA and I feel like down here it's a little bit more like a little bit more friendly than it would be in places like LA and like New York like big cities I've been there I know and I feel like a lot of people would (laughs) just kind of find like it more calming and more like tranquil here I don't know I just feel like some people like to them like it just might not be their happy place you're right you're right about it it's a place to make a lot of money yeah. Um, some people, of course, they, they if they were born with the money, they can chill. But yeah, I'm not going to get into lifestyle. I, I have lots of friends out there, family and stuff. But um, yeah, it's a rat race. But Pittsburgh lately is quite the rat race. Yeah. Um, it, I, oh, it's well, say it's the next New York. Oh my God! I mean, it, the, the, I, I don't even want to talk about traffic. I start. I'm just going to start. This was my day today. Okay. I, I started off today. I work for a big company and I uh, drive people to their exploits for a living. And um, you're an I, Uber driver? Nope. I'm not going to say that. But um, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, the outing. No, that actually is not completely true. <laughs> what? Wait, you got more? No. All right. She got you. She know what you do. No, yeah. I went a cracker mouth over okay. here. Yeah. Wait, can I say that no, word? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I know what she's gonna say. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say like the word. I know. I know. What, I know. What anyway, I work for a major company that drives people to their exploits, and um. <laughs> this one why did you bring no, her no, what, yeah. I was, what I was gonna say was, zip it kid I got into my first um, taxi car transporting service the other day and I had to my friends made me sit in the front and the whole time the guy kept like talking to me and he kept like joking with me and I like I don't know. It was like a dad joke kind of guy. Mm. But I was like scared. Oh, not good. No, he wasn't scary. He was like the sweetest guy ever. But it was just like <laughs> I was like really scared because it was like my first time in an Uber and all my yeah. friends were like making fun of me. Oh, I just said the word. Can I not say the word or can I say the word? That's all right. I don't work for Uber. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He well, actually doesn't work I got, for Uber. I know. I know. I know. But, I know. I know. I know. But, they, uh, they work for me. But today, no. He sounded a little bit like Pennywise. Honestly, right my yeah, I know it's terrible. It's a bad thing that I have. But um, my first person I I had to take somewhere today, I I like literally pulled up in front of a Med Express, mm-hmm. and this girl is walking two inches at a time. She's no not much older than her than Amber here. Yeah, and she's in pain, crouched over, and she's just like take me to the hospital <laughs> she couldn't even oh, talk no. i'm like what and they let her walk onto the street yeah instead of calling an ambulance obviously ambulances are expensive but they let this girl walk out into the street and get a, get me and <laughs> and um 
I took her to the hospital, and mm-hmm. she don't you know she had kidney stones. I had to stay and hang out because she had no family showing up. Wow. And I had to sign some papers because I took her. They they choose to take me instead of an ambulance sometimes, and um, she just she was a mess. But she everything's good. But I didn't know that was in my job description, <laughs> and that keeps happening, man. Oh my god, I got stories beyond. You stories. have some wild stories. You have no idea. Yeah. This pirate ship has sailed. But you, my friend, saw yes. a concert. Hot Pink Satan. Hot Pink Satan. Yeah. What? You know what? Yeah. Molly's band. Before yeah. we even start. We got so off track. I want to go see Wiz no. Khalifa so bad. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, Boogie with the Hoodie, Khalid. I want to go see them so bad. Well, if he would contribute, we'd have him on. I've hit up a lot of rap artists in Pittsburgh. Bro. I've had some good ones on, too. So, so Hot Pink Satan? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Molly's right. band. Let, listen, there's no way to explain them. Let's play a song first, and then we'll talk about your experience. Okay. All right. What do you think? What is? Was it? Is it hot and wet? What is the name of the song? Oh. <laughs> what the one that's really like intense? Oh, they're I, all intense. They're all intense. Girls like us, we just don't quit, and we're tired of your shit. I
Hey, that was Hot Pink Satan with Hand. The song uh-huh. is called Hand. And let me tell you live, well, let Sean tell you live. <laughs> so I saw them on their, they're on tour right now. I think they're still on tour. Yeah, they're leaving Thursday to go back either Europe or West Coast. Huh. Yes. Well, I saw them probably mid-tour. They came here to Pittsburgh. They played at Spirit in Lawrenceville. Right. And uh, they played with um, Precious Child, a band from L.A., solo oh. solo artist. Any good? Yeah, it was really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I have his... I have his newest CD that is not even out yet, and we're allowed to play music from it. So really? I had a verbal on that. Ooh, yeah. holding so, back a little bit. So I'll, I'll I'll bring that in and let you listen to it. Perfect. But, uh, you know, he opened up for Hot Pink Satan, and um, it was a wild show. I mean, That's, That doesn't do it justice. We have to give them, all right, I, if you haven't been to the Moose, if you don't know our, our friend Molly Black, um, she's awesome, she's beautiful, but definitely out there as a performance artist and we met and her other half jeremy creamer who was really cool they went they were at the same show they were with us at the orgy show lords of acid Mm -hmm. and um they were that was the first time i had a few drinks with them they're just lovely people lovely Mm -hmm. yeah but i think they take their performance arts extremely serious and i'm so jealous that i missed that show Oh, I, well, it was it was really good. So it's a two person band. All right, Chad is so, currently kissing Sean on the mouth. I'm getting that's my dog, folks. <laughs> Take it easy. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Anyways, so they're a two person band. So a lot of the music is programmed, but Jeremy plays bass live over top of it, so and then yeah, it's very it, it, and the show's very much a performance. So it's it's in stages. You really just kind of have to see it, but um so ultimately it ends up being like a almost like a gothic strip tease. And then by the end of it, she's just covered in blood and it's really just like wow. Yeah, go go to their Facebook page. You'll get like the impression Hot Pink Satan on Facebook. And I'm pretty sure they're on Bandcamp uh-huh. for purchasing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Worth a gander. Check out their videos. Check out their music. They're but really how, good. I got to ask you, like, so, all right, so they do, like, a uh, like a, a track. They have, a, like, a, mm-hmm. like, a drum track that's going, and they have to chime in, because he plays guitar, right? Yeah. He plays bass guitar. Yeah. Okay. So it's bass. No guitar. It's all bass? It's all bass. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of no cool. Guitar. Yeah. It's really Unique. good. Uh-huh. So, all right, and they played for how long? Like 45 minutes? Yeah, it was about 45 minutes. Now, what you told me, I think the crowd was interesting, too. Yeah, the crowd was very interesting. It, it was almost uh, uh, it was as interesting as the band because it's, good, al- it's good. almost like the whole crowd was, is, it was almost like a circus act. I mean, it was, a lo- so it, cool. it, was the, it was the local crowd, too, so it was, you know, it was... Um, People you wouldn't recognize in the office on Monday. Yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> And um, I mean, I mean, there were transvestites. There were people getting whipped. There was leather, leather and chains, trans, and, transgender. You know, there there were all kinds. Everything's of Everything's acceptable. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I just sat back and I just took it all in. And you know, sometimes, sometimes I go to a show like before. You know, a long time ago, before I got married. And before I met my wife, and I'd before go to, Amber, I'd, the cracker eating girl, came along, and yeah. I'd go to shows, and you know, I'd be right there in the mix. 
but I just sort of sat back and took it all in because it was it was an experience. And uh, I think that one I've been to Guar, and that that what you went to I think would be very intimidating. There's something about that, like I yeah I don't know. <laughs> you got to see it, folks. It comes down to knowing the people. When you know the players involved, it's kind of like, oh, wow, this could really get crazy right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I uh, it does. <laughs> I mean, you uh, you you definitely see things that you won't forget, and uh, maybe so it's not like seeing want, Sammy Hagar. Maybe uh, things you won't want to forget. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. Anyway. Hot Pink Satan. Look it up. They are touring right now. They're, they were in Europe. I think they're either in the West Coast or going back to Europe this Thursday. Uh, now, we're early June right now, so that gives you an impression of wishing when. But I, I hope to get this up next week so people can get a chance to and see And we're that. talking about getting those guys on the show, too. Oh, so. yeah. Well, they're, they're going to be on the show probably in July, mm-hmm. like I said. And coming up, folks, we'll get Miss Heather Taddy talking about her new uh, Travel Challenge show. And uh, Martin Atkins, man. Wow. That's all, Sean, man. What do we say? That's huge. That's huge. Uh, So, going out. Uh, I don't even know how to go out right now, but I I do have to talk about a weird movie that I saw. And it's real real quick. Um, Weird weird movie I saw. (laughs) Story of my life. Wait, what? Jesus. You saw a weird movie? I get weird trailers. Uh, I'm sorry, screeners. But, okay, The Unseen. It's The Unseen 2018. It's Canadian, um, which... They create. They make their own rules, like anime. Canadians the make their own rules. It's like this is happening. It's acceptable. Wasn't there another Hollywood this. budget movie called The Unseen? Yes, there was. There were uh, yeah about the three uh, three teenagers babysitting, and then there's this guy in the house trying to kill them. Yeah, there's like three movies called The Unseen. This one came out last year, and it's take on The Invisible Man. That's oh. why I bring it up. Um, it's a very different take. It's directed by Jeff Redknapp. Or Red Cap, Red Nap, I think. Canadian made. Um, he also played, let's see, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bob was the lead character, played by Aiden Young. And it's about a guy who abandoned his family and now risks everything to find his missing daughter, even though he is slowly becoming invisible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new take on the invisible man. And let's say it has to do with genetics. It's yeah. pretty wild. But. Don't expect a horror movie like it, it's horrific, but different. Very wow. dramatic. Now I have to see it. Yeah, the unseen. Hmm. Good movie. I don't want to leave you with that. We have to leave them with a song. We have. My God, should we go out with another pig face tune? Hmm. Yeah. God, we have so much stuff to play. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, you, you've got friends. Should we uh, play one of your friends' bands? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, I like my friend's band. What do you want to go out with? Um, Wait, say that again. What's that? <laughs> he just said we should go out with Anthrax. Go out with Anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> Which means something completely different to me and Sean. However, Amber, what does that mean to you? Isn't it like the white powder stuff that like... <laughs> that can kill you. Yeah. yeah. Conspiracy Because you theorist. said we should go out with anthrax. And <laughs> my first thought was... We should go out with anthrax. Generation class right there. Jeez. You witnessed it. Absolutely. I don't even know what to say. All right. Well, we're going to go out with what? Frontline Assembly. What song do you want to go out with, Sean? Uh, so many choices. I want to go out good. with... 
How about off of their new album? We'll go out with a track. We'll go out with Tilt. Only if Amber keeps crunching. <laughs> yeah. What song? Tilt. Tilt by Frontline. But I, you know, I got. I, <laughs> All right. Was that you just then? <laughs> yeah. That was, All right. That was antisocial. I was going to play. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> he actually, whether you like it or not, he just played a little bit of anthrax just then. Listen, guys, thanks for listening. It's <laughs> been very interesting. And we have a, a new crew member here, apparently, who's still eating our crackers. Yeah. And I don't is... get cheese it's at home. <laughs> Sean, what are you feeding this girl, man? Doritos. Ew, I don't eat Doritos. Doritos are gross. They're amazing. They are one of the power food classes of food. Mountain Dew and Doritos were my go-to. I'll drink the pickle juice before I drink Mountain Dew. We got some uh, pickle soda here for you. (laughs) She pushed it away. Didn't work out. So room temperature pickled soda, not good. Bottom line. You just gave me chills when you said that. <laughs> I, ch- I do that to most people I know. I just wanted to try it. And you did. You want more? There's more. All right, Sean, mm. how did this frontline assembly thing ever come about with you anyway? Me? Like yeah. the music? No, but how did we get the okay for them to let us play stuff? <sighs> same way same way I'm getting the okay with, you know, okay. the other things like Pigface. I reached out to Bill Lieb. It was just an I guess an opportune moment. Cause I you know, I reach out to some of these artists, and I know I think I've said this before on here. Sometimes you hear from them, and you sort of start to talk to them, and right. then it leads to nothing. Right. And then maybe you circle back with them, and then it's an opportune moment. Yes. And, you know, you, you have the right conversation at the right time. Right time. Yep. And you get that opportunity to be like, hey, you know. And sometimes you get the interview, and sometimes you just get to play the music. But... uh Hey, we're game for everything here, right? Oh, hell yeah. 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 Uh, and these guys go back to, jeez, I hate to say it, but I think they were late 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. late 80s. Yeah, so Bill Lee was originally in Skinny Puppy. And he left because he wanted to start his own band, Frontline Assembly. And um, uh, that's what he did. Yeah. yeah. And I did see them a few times back home in New York. It might have been like 86, 87 when they when they... You know, he. I, I definitely want to say it was like '86 when he first broke from Skinny Puppy and uh, um, formed uh, Frontline. One thing I don't know about Frontline is like if they had any major tours back in the day. I don't know that they they were a touring band because I was at that point out of New York. So huh. I don't. Well, know. They, you know, he's actually more famous for another song with another band that he's in. Okay. You ever heard the band Delirium? That rings a bell, but. Mm, can't think of it maybe it's more of a uh it, well they started as a very dark instrumental band okay like dark ambient instrumental oh but they they turned I'm sorry, in my dog just farted in here big time <laughs> did you feed her cheese it's cracker girl she did not. oh she but left ew. us a bomb <laughs> jet marie in the house but oh. they but, but they turned into like almost like a Jesus. uh a new age, like sort of like dream pop sort of um, outfit. I, I don't really know how to describe it really well, but he's most famous for a song that came out in '97 that had uh, that infamously had um, Sarah McLaughlin on it. It's called Silence. Okay. If you've never heard that song, it is effing amazing. Okay, no, yeah. but we're gonna have to subject our audience to that one. Oh yeah, you definitely have to. Dang, do that. see, learning it's stuff ama- every day. It's a, if you like Sarah McLaughlin, it's amazing. 
It's like probably. I don't, <laughs> but I, I'm willing to hear that. I like a few of her tracks. I can't say she's not talented. It just wasn't yeah. my thing. It wasn't. It wasn't my thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. So I guess we got to close this one out, folks. We're hitting Tilt. the uh, hour minute mark. Hour minute mark? Uh-huh. Oh, God. Anyway. All right. Cracker Girl, you want to say goodnight? Goodnight. <laughs> I can't follow that. Wait. Do you uh, want me to say it louder? I have no follow. <laughs> do you want me to say it like in a different tone? Because I wasn't really prepared for that one. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> goodnight. <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. Exactly. I love it. Do you want me to say it in a different way? She's like, good night. And then she's like, good night. <laughs> Just good night. Do you want me to say it differently? I, if we didn't lose them already, okay. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, good night. Um, yeah. That's a wrap, folks. <laughs> That's a wrap. Are you thinking too hard? <laughs> I see smoke coming out of your ears. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Right, good night. Oh, by the way, we should say, oh, Twitter, at Fairly Dark. Sean, not on Twitter. Um, however, on however, we have a new one here. Amber. Hi, um, where they find you? Oh, wait. Yeah, plug, oh, plug okay. your stuff. Um, um, my Instagram. Which is? is? At Amber Akins. A-M-B-E-R-A-I-K-I-N-S. No spaces, no dots, no numbers. There's, there's <laughs> what video, else you there's, there's videos of her eating crackers. No. <laughs> this is just a one-time thing, I promise. I hope not. But yeah, follow my IG. All right. Hit me up with that fresh follow. You and Sean, how do we get you? Facebook. That's all I'm on. Wait, tell me your name. Sean. Last name. They need that. Feldbush. Jeez, guys. All right. Ah, uh, Facebook. Yeah, whatever. Kettle Whistle Radio. Go to www.society-13.com for all the shows. Check out Queens of NC17 and, of course, the pop-off with Martise. Those shows are amazing. I binged Queens of NC17 last weekend, and I did eight in a row. They are so freaking hilarious. Best road trip type of stuff to listen to. If you do, well, if you want to hear us, we got music for you. And thanks for listening. And um, God, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but we'll get back to it some other day. All right, later. Bye. Ooh.
It's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid. 
there. I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.